Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates, or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. What happens when 1,400 social entrepreneurs from 47 countries come together to advance the global social enterprise movement? Well, during the Social Enterprise World Forum, as proud media partners, Impact Boom interviewed over 40 people to hear their key highlights and takeaways in an effort to advance the conversation beyond the forum. In its 10th year, the Social Enterprise World Forum didn't disappoint. Now, it's important to note the huge effort the entire SEWF CIC board, as well as team members Joanne Seagrave, Johnny Henderson, Jess Gildner, Helen Harvey, Anna Brow, and Kayla Andrews in making it a success, as well as the entire Scottish social enterprise movement, which has, over a sustained period, created positive change and proven itself to be one of the global leaders. The week produced a hive of exciting activity, with fringe events around Scotland, an academic symposium at Glasgow Caledonian University, a rural symposium, a zero-waste symposium, study tours, and a young talent program. Now, earlier this year, when Jerry Higgins told us that there isn't a single senior official in a governmental department that isn't aware of social enterprise, he wasn't joking. Scottish government support from a variety of levels was highly evident during the World Forum, proving that the government are going beyond talking. Deputy First Minister John Swinney provided a clear overview of the government commitment in a hearty speech during the opening ceremony. Earlier in the week, Deputy Lord Provost of Glasgow, Philip Bratt, welcomed academic symposium delegates to a civic reception at Glasgow City Chambers, alongside Professor Michael Roy, and Councillor Rhiannon Spear launched Glasgow's social enterprise strategy at the same event. Lord Provost of the City of Edinburgh, Frank Ross, also spoke clearly of the government commitment during both the welcome ceremony and at a civic reception on the final day of the forum. And certainly, one of the week's highlights was an invitation from Scottish First Minister Nicola Sturgeon to attend the Social Enterprise World Forum reception at Edinburgh Castle, where she welcomed delegates and gave a shining example of support to other government ministers around the world. That same day, Scottish Parliament held a debate on social enterprise, where bipartisan support was evident. So what's for sure is that Scotland are going beyond talking. They're acting and implementing to drive positive social change. And to me, that makes them a leader of the movement globally. Soon, you'll be hearing from 40 speakers and delegates from around the globe who share their key highlights from the World Forum this year. And I'd like to thank our contributing editor, Nicola Nans, for helping conduct the interviews and providing strong team support during the week. So some of the key themes to emerge from our interviews and conversations during the forum included the need for the movement to think more audaciously and create true system change. Now, this discussion was largely sparked by Indy Johar during a panel discussion alongside Mary Mackay, Jan Owen, Di Powell and Faraz Khan. 
Another theme was the importance of collaboration and working together rather than in silos. Self-organization of the sector was highlighted as a must during various conversations and presentations to help propel the sector forward. And two panels in particular focused on social enterprise ecosystems and were highly useful in advancing the conversation and drawing attention to a range of international learnings and strategies. Another point was a strong drive and necessity to support the youth-led movement, harnessing the immense energy and drive of our future leaders to create change. Now, Jan Owen stated that what's front of mind for our youth is how do we add value rather than extract value? Our next generation, she said, is much more fluid and will not stand for inequality. Students from St Albert's Primary and Brofton High School stole the show during the opening ceremony with shining examples of youth collaboration. Personally, I grew great energy from the amazing collection of people leading the global movement and have returned to Australia recharged and with fresh knowledge, strong inspiration and a sense of having a supportive global community. So how might we best take the momentum built at the Forum home. SEWF Chair David LePay shifted our attention to this during his closing address with the aim of creating a social value marketplace for the common good. And with great news that the Forum will be hosted in Ethiopia in October 2019, this year's Forum drew to a close with an energetic handover and celebration. We'll most certainly look forward to seeing you there. But now, let's hear from the 40 speakers and delegates from around the globe who shared their key highlights. Kia ora, my name is Hélène Malandin and um, I work at the Akina Foundation in New Zealand and I'm also on the board of Social Enterprise World Forum. To me, this event has been incredible, in particular this morning at the plenary, where we talked about, you know, what is the challenge for us in the next 10 years? I think it's really good time for us to reflect on what's happened in the last 10 years and how much work has gone into building our infrastructure. And it's really great to see how everyone's now talking really confidently about things like social procurement and um, social impact investment. In the next 10 years, what was said this morning was we need to find a way to make it easier for people who are not in this room to actually join the movement and that really excites me. Hi, I'm David Brooks from Social Traders. SEWF 18 in Edinburgh was a great success. 1,400 delegates from 47 countries around the world with over 50% of the delegates coming from outside the UK. The first time the majority of attendees has come from outside the host country. It's been a really big privilege to be part of and contribute to SEWF over the last 10 years. This year's gathering was testament to the growth of the social enterprise movement globally and a maturing of the conversation around the challenges and opportunities. For me, it was particularly pleasing to have such a strong focus on the supply chain and opening up procurement channels in the public and private sector as one of the key themes of this year's program. One cannot continue to be other than utterly impressed by the political and government leadership to social enterprise in Scotland. The reception at the Great Hall in Edinburgh Castle to hear the First Minister speak of Scotland's long-term commitment and vision to the growth of social enterprise in the economy was absolutely awesome, a great highlight of the week. I'm hopeful that SEWF will return to Australian shores in the not too distant future, providing us with an opportunity to showcase the progress in social enterprise policy and practice 
since Social Traders and SVA hosted the event back in Melbourne in 2009. Cheers. Matthew Taylor, um, work for the Victorian Government in Social Procurement and also um, co-founder of Met Designs, a social enterprise in Melbourne. Um, my takeaway is that individually and collectively, the purchasing decisions we make have a profound impact not only on our economy but our environment and our communities and that by changing the way that we spend our money, we change the world. Hi, I'm Jo Barrackett from the Centre for Social Impact at Swinburne. So a couple of key takeaways for me. One is that the social enterprise ecosystem needs to be more integrated. And another from Australian reflections on the strength of the policy environment in Scotland is that we do need a national response in Australia, but I really think it needs to come from social entrepreneurs leading policy makers rather than the other way around. I'm Alex Hannant. I'm the director of the Eunice Social Business Centre at Griffiths University. And just reflecting on highlights from the Social Enterprise World Forum up here in Edinburgh, um, three things come to mind. Uh, one of them is really just about continuity of growth. Um, coming back here as I've been coming to these things for a number of years now and just starting to really get a sense of ongoing scale and sophistication of activity and just seeing just massive diversity of solutions, you know, tackling local, niche, global, big problems. And just so, you know, the, the scale of activity is, 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 is heartwarming. Uh, the second point in regards to ecosystem building, just reinforcing how important self-organisation is, how important it is for social enterprises, intermediaries, uh, actors that want to be part of this movement, organising themselves and articulating what they want, what they want from government, what they want in terms um, of uh, finance and uh, market access, you know, dictating the terms rather than being dictated to. And the third and last is a sense of point of intervention so this whole idea of trying to think more deeply around where are the points of leverage in solutions you know trying to get to the peak of intervention rather than the bottom and so the world's changing very fast and, and thinking what are the really strategic and risky areas that we have to respond to now be that around regulation be that around capital flows be that around environment but how do we get to a dominant position in supply chains and and market and and, and innovation change rather than just uh, you know picking up the the, the bottom and that maybe sort of the more um local and humble which is great but we also have to I think get far more ambitious about our point of intervention and the scale of intervention. Hi I'm Jan Owen from the Foundation for Young Australians in Australia of course. Um, my key highlight of uh, the Social Enterprise World Forum really has been the um, idea and the debate this is my takeaway as well by the way the idea that um, 10 years in when we had the first Social Enterprise World Forum, the landscape has changed dramatically. Um, so much work has been done at all levels of social enterprise, whether it's deep in communities or whether it's like at a, a kind of a policy level. But now we have this incredible opportunity to step into the new economy and to actually lead the way. And so for me, the idea about the ambitious and the audacity of that and also the strategic um, kind of vision around that is very, very, very important. We have an opportunity to really shape the future with social enterprise. Hi there, it's Marty Dunkerward here from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. I teach a course on social enterprise at the University of Winnipeg and sustainability at the University of Manitoba. My biggest takeaway from this conference is 
being inspired about thinking on a bigger, larger scale. I just can't wait to get back to Winnipeg and talk to the media about what's happening around the world and to talk to my students and my class and basically encourage them to think much bigger than what I've been telling them about what's happened in the past around social enterprise. So very inspired. I'm happy I came. It's a wonderful meeting. G'day, I'm Tom Dawkins from starsandgood.com. And my number one highlight of the World Forum, I think, was the call in this morning session from India and others for greater ambition um, and more imagination in not just tinkering around the edge of the capitalist system, not just replacing, swapping products out with slightly more sustainable ones one by one, but really rethinking the role of business and aspiring to build companies and enterprises that, that come to dominate that new world of business and change the world for the better in the process. Um, for me, the most significant aspect of the conference was the session this morning, first thing this morning, where we were challenged to think about transformational change and um, to, think, to rethink the future in every aspect. And I think that really gears us up to a very different impact on the world. Uh, my name is Mike Kennedy from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. I am a director with Common Good Solutions. Biggest takeaway from the conference is just we have to think bigger. Uh, Indy Johar completely blew my mind uh, on the final day of the conference, like encouraging us to think beyond the bake sale and think in billions of dollar industries and go just unapologetically, deliberately after that. So when I go home uh, and, and moving forward, it's just uh, positioning this and thinking about this on a much bigger scale than I ever thought possible. So walking away inspired and grateful. So my name is Bradley Day from Halifax, Nova Scotia. There's a few key takeaways for me. Um, one, this is my first uh, social Enterprise World Forum, and so just the language of social enterprise was kind of foreign to me, so being, to, being able to articulate now uh, the, that language of social enterprise was very important, um, but I think the key takeaway is exposure. Um, not enough people understand what a social enterprise is, uh, and just making people more aware of what social enterprise is, is is kind of a very important thing, and that's, I think, the next step for, for social enterprises getting the word out there about what we are and what we're doing, who we are. My name is Joseph Heyer from Common Good Solutions in Nova Scotia, Canada. Uh, one of the key takeaways that I am uh, being a part of the conversations in right now is we're trying to figure out in what kind of policy, um, structures, or impact, and what is a social enterprise and, and where do we put the boundaries there. So we don't really know. Uh, it, it's quite a new thing in Canada and uh, around the world as well. So Scotland have a very interesting structure here. It's, it's legally bound and we're trying to figure out whether or not um, that's the perfect approach. And um, it's been really interesting to have conversations to see if it's about the impact or if it's about the structure so uh, we can hold people accountable for their impact. I'm not really sure if uh, I'm fully for structure or fully for about strictly getting the impact. I think we're going to need a blend of both. I think people still need to be held accountable, but within social enterprise, it's such a dynamic ecosystem and it changes so quickly that it'd be difficult to stay within the boundaries of such rigid structures. I think what I'm taking back home, what's very interesting from this uh, forum, is that the level of diversity of the social enterprise um, the range of the sector, the range of the starting point, uh, the range of the, um, the intention is actually
Tulis are surprisingly very diverse and also in terms of the approach. And I think it's good to, you know, be in the forum where we can learn so much of the diversity itself. My name's Leela Alexandra. I'm from the Community Grocer. We run weekly affordable fresh fruit and vegetable markets in Melbourne. Uh, to um, advocating for healthy, connected communities. And my takeaway from the Social Enterprise World Forum is um, that social enterprises are inherently cross-sector um, and have social environmental um, issues at their heart and values, um, and they are the future. Hi, hello, this is Davinia Nieper from um, Making It Happen on P2P Queensland, Australia, um, at the Social Enterprise World Forum in Edinburgh. My take on this was um, to always stick to our core and always be led by heart whenever we're doing business and good for our community. That will lead us to the right track. This is Claire Carpenter from The Melting Pot in Edinburgh, Scotland Centre for Social Innovation. I'm here at my second ever World Forum. I was in New Zealand last year, Edinburgh this year. So for me, what's brilliant is being able to meet and connect with uh, my Scottish scene, but more importantly, the international scene again, and seeing how it all connects together on a global perspective, where we bring together the startups, the mature businesses, and the, the, the thought pioneers in the movement. It's really exciting to be part of uh, a global movement, not just a national movement, and uh, to spend time with people. That's the critical thing. Hi, I'm Michelle Knights from Australia. I'm from an organisation called Parent to Parent in Queensland. I've really enjoyed the Social Enterprise World Forum this year and I've really been looking and connecting with people who are looking at ownership models to transfer that economic ownership back to marginalised communities and marginalised people within those communities. And I've made loads of connections here at the forum that we're going to continue our world, worldwide network. So it's been a great outcome. My name is Michael Roy and I'm Senior Lecturer in Social Business at Glasgow Caledonian University in Glasgow, Scotland. I was responsible for chairing the Academic Symposium as one of the fringe events of the Social Enterprise World Forum 2018. I suppose one of my key takeaways from the event was just the sheer variety of perspectives and the richness of dialogue that comes from different cultural perspectives in social enterprise. It never ceases to amaze me the power of people coming together as groups to affect social change and address social vulnerabilities within their communities, reminding us that social enterprise is above all, a collective endeavour. My name is Nicoline Arns. I'm a visual design consultant for the social enterprise and contributing editor at Impact Boom. What I take away home from this forum is the incredible openness of the people, the willingness to, to debate certain subjects that are controversial in this industry and not to judge, but to be open for other opinions and to put it out there. And I think that is very powerful in this gathering and will really accelerate this movement. Thank you. Hello, uh, my name is Dallas Magara and I work with Tamarur Youth Indigenous Corporation that based in Bright, uh, Northeast Victoria. But we are directed by the committee, which, who is a local from the community where I'm from, called Wadia, North uh, Southwest of Down, uh, three hours drive. And yeah, in Scotland it's been so interesting and um, yeah, challenging too for me because of, uh, of its different and yeah, my highlight is, you know, whatever you do in your work, you know, you do it with the people, not yourself. So, and to do that is to establish relationships so that you can work closer and 
get things done in your work placement or market or whatever you're doing to get, get it done. Thanks, bye. Rebecca Crawley. The key insight is just knowing that uh, this is not a journey that we have to take alone. And uh, I really look forward to getting together again with the people that I've met. Uh, Sean Barnes, he tangata, he tangata, he tangata, the people, the people, the people. Mike Townsend, Halifax, Nova Scotia. My takeaway from the conference is the power of collaboration and the power of vision. Hi, so I'm Yash from Jaipur Rugs Foundation. And in India, down there, we work with these 40,000 women artisans from different communities. And coming here at the forum, the feeling of cultural exchange, the feeling of multilingual experience, the feeling of multicultural experience gives a lot of energy for to us to get that experience back there in the communities we work with. It's all about connection. When we come here, the feeling of connection that we have is just fulfilling. And, you know, in social enterprises, we all need to be connected strong enough so that we can get the best impact out of our people's house. Yeah, so that's, I take home. My name is Uma Prajapati and I'm from India. My organization name is Upasana, which is in south of India in Pondicherry. My key highlight in Social World Forum has been that meeting these like-minded people. I came here to inspire myself and I'm totally inspired. There is so much connectivity, there's so much inspiration. I feel charged to go back and continue with full blast. Thank you. My name's Susan from Gather My Crew in Australia. My key takeaway would be the permission giving that I heard so often about it's okay to make mistakes, it's okay to not know what you're doing, and it's still okay to keep going out there and just trying and learning from that. And um, for someone who sometimes knows what she's doing and sometimes questions it, it's really nice to know that that's okay and just keep on going. Hi, Julia Cambage from Try Australia. Been a fantastic conference. Key takeaway for me is how important impact is and measuring it. Okay, my name is Andres from Minca, a London-based organisation. And okay, I've been, I think it'd be in two parts. First of all, I reckon um, one of the insights that I'm going home with is people. I mean, the experience of meeting people who are actually giving a damn about the world and they try to do better and embracing different economic models in order to tackle social or environmental issues. I think it's amazing. So I'm going to the people. And another insight which I think is very important is that although it can be a bit controversial the fact that there are private companies here, involved here, I think it's really important to bring them over because at the end of the day, you know, there are the people who have the economic means, there are the people who are who know about the market. So it's important to play the game, but also always following the, the principles, right? So I think that are the two insights. Yeah. Hi, my name is Carol from Social Good Brazil. And my greatest uh, insight from the Social Enterprise World Forum is that data can be super inspiring and not only techy. My name is Karen Kumakanga. I'm the CEO of the Malawi Hub for the Academy, well, in Malawi. Um, 
The one thing I'm taking back from the forum is that a movement is not built in a day. <laughs> it has taken a lot of organizations, a lot of friends, a lot of colleagues to create a great environment for social entrepreneurship in Scotland. And we're taking that best practice back home by creating the platforms that are needed to support a movement in our country. So there's the right people to build the capacity, the right people to fund, the right place to set up, and friends to take you along your journey in Malawi. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's fully subscribed and you've got 40 countries here. So the key site is that uh, we have the platform uh, to build a future, to create the future of business. We have the platform right here. It's not, you know, why not now? So, yeah, it's not as though, the, the, it's not as though you, you're half subscribed and people don't give a shit. You've got the, you've got the platform. Excuse mover, basically. We've got to get on with it. <laughs> Farlet from the Australian Centre for Rural Entrepreneurship. The main insight that I've received from this Social Enterprise World Forum is something that someone said to me and they said, you know that when you bring forward social enterprise ideas into a rural community, you are implying that everything that they've done up until that point in time is not good enough. And so that's why rural communities resist the change because they feel really quite threatened and attacked. Hi, my name is Cathy Wong and I am the Chief Energy Officer of Moloko, a social enterprise that puts school shoes on children's feet in India through selling a rubber flip-flop that leaves positive messages in the sand. I'm also the host and producer of a web TV show called Crazy Dreamers TV, where we interview social entrepreneurs from all around the world sharing their stories and business models. There were so many takeouts at the uh, Social Enterprise World Forum, but the one I loved was a quote that said, reimagining um, imagination. And by that, uh, it was around how to empower the youth of today, you know, to allow them to explore the problems that they want to explore because they will find their own answers. But we need the wisdom of uh, the elders or the older people to actually help uh, provide them with the backup and support that they need to find those solutions for themselves. So Robert Nick, uh, Social Innovation Program Manager, CQ University, SUF 18. Biggest takeaways were involve children, collaborate, think big, embrace humanity. I'm Eric Lombardi from EcoCycle International in Colorado in the United States. And I've just finished another week at the Social Enterprise World Forum. And I once again am energized for the coming year. Uh, and once again, the discussions went to a new level. I was at year one when there was 400 of us. And this year is year 10, there was 1,400 of us. And this conversation is one of the most important on the planet. And it didn't disappoint again this year. So next year, Ethiopia. Hope to see you there. Josiah Lockhart, First Port, Scotland. To me, the forum was a place where those of us who work in and around the social enterprise ecosystem were able to gather from across the world to challenge and discuss the future of the space. What I got most out of the forum was a challenge, a challenge particularly from those countries who haven't grown up with a supportive ecosystem, places like Ethiopia and Taiwan, who have just harnessed the energy and just plowed ahead and made it work despite the challenges they face. What I think is we no longer have an excuse, any countries in the world, for not pressing forward and making it happen. And I'm excited to hear how the next few years will explore that and grow. My name is Adenu Mesfin. I'm the project manager for Social Enterprise World Forum. 
at British Council Ethiopia. We will be hosting the next Social Enterprise World Forum. We're excited to do that. At this forum, I learned that the social enterprise movement is growing. It's dynamic, it's innovative, and that we need to try and harness the youth to take it forward. So we're hoping that we will incorporate a youth, a strong youth element in next year's Social Enterprise World Forum. Join us. So Jason Hornell from Good Cycles. I think the one thing that, that for me makes the, is probably the most important about that I've taken away from this um, is it, that coming together and seeing and being able to compare those similar yet different stories is really, it's really inspiring, it's really helpful um, and, and, it, and it, it sort of enlightens and invigorates you but the challenge is now how do you keep that momentum going for the next 24 months, how do you, or 12 months, how do you take that and how do you share it especially as one person from an organization coming in how do I take that and and bring it bring it home with me um, and share it but but it's inspiring and that's the best thing about it I'd like to thank everyone who shared their highlights and insights with us and also acknowledge that there are a lot of other people who would have had great insights but who we simply ran out of time to record since January 2018, I've been excited to be exploring the option of the Social Enterprise World Forum returning to Australia, a call of which has received strong support from key leaders and organisations in the Australian social enterprise movement. Now I look forward to continuing collaboration with Australia's sector to make this a reality and welcome you to get in touch if you'd like to support our collective movement. Colleagues from this year's Australian delegation, many of whom are or will be featured on Impact Boom, are simply amazing, and I really look forward to working with you all. Within Australia, I'm looking forward to helping drive and support a conversation in action around a national social enterprise strategy and building on conversations which took place at the forum. I'd like to thank the Unisocial Business Centre of Griffith University for their support during my role as social entrepreneur in residence. I'd also like to thank fellow board members and friends at the Queensland Social Enterprise Council, Logan Social Enterprise Network, Sunshine Coast Social Enterprise Network, Impact, and the amazing alumni from our Elevate Plus Social Enterprise Accelerator Program, supported by Brisbane City Council. I'd also like to thank the Lord Mayor's Trailblazer Grant, an initiative of Brisbane Marketing for assistance in attending the forum this year. What were your key highlights? Please jump onto the article online and add your comments below. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below and remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page and Twitter.